0: Hey everyone and welcome to episode number 78 of What the F Podcast. I'm your host Taylor Morgan and thanks so much for tuning in. Today we're discussing how we can market our brands during this unique time we're in. Marketing is my latest obsession, which is something I honestly never thought I would say. In the past, marketing has always been very overwhelming to me as something I've avoided because I'm not good at it and I just never even knew where to start because there's so many options and just so many different angles you can take and things you can do. It just really made me feel like a deer in headlights. But I am no longer telling myself that story because it is important that we spread the word about our brands and businesses. And so I am not gonna tell myself I'm not good at marketing. I'm facing it head on and embracing it. And honestly, it's become fun because I'm coming at it with this very playful attitude and just trying different things and pivoting. And it's just fun. And so today I wanna dive into this topic, but since I am no marketing expert, I am bringing on the show Jason Ake again from Waypoint Creative, which is a strategy first digital marketing agency to talk with us about all things marketing because Jason truly is an expert when it comes to branding and marketing. Now, last week, Jason was on this show in episode number 77 for the first part of this interview. So I broke this up into two parts. So today is part two. So if you want, you can pause here and go back and listen to part one of episode number 77 with Jason Aik, where he discusses how to pivot your business right now during coronavirus and how to communicate with your communities. Now today is part two, and we're diving more into how to market right now. And it's a great episode packed full of information. I think you're really going to love it. In today's show, Jason gives us great ideas for how we can market our businesses right now. So if you're ready to expand your reach like I am, then this episode will be helpful for you. Get ready to take lots of notes and feel motivated to spread the word about your amazing brand. Without further ado, here again is Jason Ake of Waypoint Creative on all things marketing. Okay, really quick before I dive into today's episode, if you have not done so and have a quick minute. Can you pause right here and go into iTunes and leave a review for this show? it would mean the world to me. Your reviews help the show get seen by more people and ultimately help more people know that they can do anything that they put their mind to. And that is the mission of What The F Podcast is to help people believe in themselves, even when they feel like they don't know what the F they're doing. So if you have a quick minute, pause right here, go into your iTunes app and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And also be sure to say hi to me on Instagram, either at Taylor Morgan Design on my personal or at what the f podcast thank you guys so much for being here and listening so you work with a lot of businesses and i'm curious do you like do you see a trend with like i guess okay let, let me reword this do you feel like a lot of businesses don't have a marketing plan and see it through and like maybe they dabble too much with like a little bit like maybe they'll run a facebook ad for a month, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't see the results I want, so I'm done." Like, is that a problem, or is that just my problem?
1: <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I think small business especially, um, you know, I think what happens a lot of times is when your business is able to thrive on a certain channel, and let's just let's say Instagram, for example. So maybe a small boutique clothing company, and you know they they just post a lot. Maybe they've they've hit that ten thousand mark, so they have a decent following. Maybe they have a few influencers who like buying their products so they kind of have some natural growth. You don't often think you need marketing until you need it. Unfortunately for most companies, even growing, thriving small businesses is the moment you need the marketing plan, they usually don't have the money then to pay for one um, or even pay to implement one or grow. And and that's where things get, I think, risky is the same as a budget, is like when you need a budget it's usually too late to like solve that problem like you know you're going to take hits at that point right it's important to think of a marketing plan as something for the future and you work through these things so that way you can help control the ebbs and flows of your business and if you know a season is really busy maybe you pull back on that so event based companies they know these seasons are really busy, and so we need to up marketing in other areas to try to grow those, whereas if a lot of companies, they when they're struggling, is when they say, Man, I need a marketing plan. No, you needed a marketing plan six months ago. Now you need to figure out how to play catch up and execute on those things. And, you know, we find a lot in the digital space, like companies haven't been tracking website visitors, they haven't been building ways to collect email addresses. And so now in a time where you need to reach your community, going back up a few questions, you know, if you don't have the ability, because you haven't been collecting it, now you're behind, right? You know, anytime we build websites, we always are implementing things to their websites they may never use, even yours. Like You haven't used the Facebook pixel and a lot of the integrations that we put into your site yet. But we don't want to lose the data, the crucial data that we would have to be able to reach new people. Because you only get to launch your company once. And so you launched it six months ago, you got a lot of traffic, but you didn't do anything with it. And so now when you need to do something with it, Maybe that data is there or not there. And so we, we, that's why we really want to look at that strategy, knowing, hey, you may not be big on email marketing yet, but let's make sure we're collecting emails at every possible opportunity. So when you're ready for email marketing, you have those emails. And so that, that case right there applies to every aspect, digital ads, email giveaways, however social, You know, we want to make sure you always have the funnels open. That way, when you're ready to use them, you can turn them on.
0: Okay, so I think it was like two or three days ago. This like earlier this week, I s- spent the whole day just like researching. I've been reading this one book. Um, what's it called? Hold on, I'm trying to pull up on my Audible on my phone right now. Um, it is called One Million Followers, um, and then I think yeah. the subtitle is like How I Built a Massive Social Following in 30 Days. And right, um, it's by Brendan Kane. I can link to it in the show notes for those listening, but. Essentially, what he did is he built just what it says 1 million followers in 30 days. I think he spent like $10,000 in ads to do that, but he was this professional marketer who worked with people like Taylor Swift and all these like big celebrities and companies. Um, I can't think of them. Oh, Sketchers, I think, was one of them. Um, But he wanted to test, like, he knew he could do it with celebrities and big brands, but he wanted to test his theories on like someone who had no following and he had zero and so he did this in 30 days again he spent some money but anyways i've been listening to this book cuz i like i said a little bit earlier like right now my only focus is growth in marketing right because i have relied so heavily on word of mouth with the podcast it's always been kind of like this side thing for me um cuz i had my fashion label but now that that's not happening and i'm really doing this a lot and also like my interior design but really this and building my own personal brand as an influencer, I'm like, okay, I actually want to be intentional and market and use those things like you guys have built me that I haven't (laughs) used and stuff like that. The other day, this was like three days ago, I'm sitting in my office and my fiance, LJ comes up at the end of the day. I was like in tears. I was seriously just like so overwhelmed because I spent the entire day just like researching and being like, okay, how like how do you market like as an influencer? Like it's also such a unique space. I know a lot of people listening are in similar boats as me, or maybe they want to be an influencer or they're a blogger or a podcaster or something of that nature. And it's such an uncharted territory, even still, you know? It's like it's just a weird thing to be like, I'm an influencer. Like people are like, What's that? Even though it's kind of growing right but yeah. it's just different and what worked for one person 2 years ago doesn't necessarily work today and so i say all this because i was super overwhelmed i was like researching like how to grow a podcast how to do this all these things and there's so many techniques jason as you know <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just like <laughs> where the f do you even begin i think that's why i've avoided marketing because i'm just i am a creative in the sense i like creating content i like creating products but like I am not a marketer like you. Like, that's not my strong suit. And it's such a mystery to me because I don't feel like I was telling my fiance LJ this. I don't feel like there's like a one plus one equals two answer. Like, because mm-hmm. mar- like, marketing is different for every business. So I am like brain dumping all this on you guys because I want to simplify it for everyone who, like, anyone who's felt that overwhelmed, like I currently feel like. Where, like, can we just begin when we really feel overwhelmed by marketing? Like, what are some simple things we can do to just begin marketing our business?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I I think the baseline right now, especially, is you have email and social media. I, I mean, those are the the key places that people are sitting right now, and so uh, now is the time to really embrace those areas of marketing, especially um, those digital spaces, and really trying to uh, share, um, do some ads, ads are a great way to enhance, you know, a lot of people just do boosting your posts. And that's not bad. But unfortunately, with boosting really what you're trying to do there is reach more of your own people. But if you don't have a following yet, it's not going to reach the right amount of people, and so I think doing those targeting ads where you can actually reach new people who don't know about your business um, is is a great place and really starting to communicate there's tons of resources out there for how to write a a well performing you know email and how to get people to click through it. Um, I know you work on it with, you know, the titles of the podcasts and things like, you wanna make sure people are willing to engage with it. Um, and and I think you just have to start, um, I, you know, it's it's like anything, you know, you, you just have to start and you're gonna learn some things that didn't work for you. You know, a lot of marketing, you know, is figuring out the approach in each of these different mediums that works for your company, um, you know, a, a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad for a clothing company is not going to be the same. That's going to work for a business. Uh, maybe you do business B2B work, you know, LinkedIn is probably where you want to spend more of your time. Uh, you know, I, I think it's easy to read articles. It's like in Instagram is King, or we should all be moving to TikTok, or like all these different things. But the truth is, is what we need to do is find the channel that's going to work best for my company which means you need to know who your audience is, figuring out who your audience is, and then go go do research, which these aren't like difficult things to just Google um, or message us and we'll help you answer that question. Um, but it's one of those things like just find out where your audience is and then start spending time in that space. You know, um, you, people don't, the reason networking meetings exist, these things is like, that's where your people are. So you need to go to where your people are. If you're selling something for teenagers, but you're only hanging out, you know, with senior citizens, you're probably not going to sell a lot of your product. And so you want to make sure that you are being very intentional about where you are. And then from there, just start spreading the word within that space, um, I also think there's some like misunderstandings that, you know, things like I, I've heard from pe- people like, well, I don't I do not do Facebook because that's, you know, the demographic for Facebook is too old.
0: Well, that's what I was just going to say to you because like you, you're mentioning like, go where you're, you think your audience is. And I know people listening right now are like, my audience is on Facebook because I think that I know I think that so I'm sure other millennials think that and we think they're just on Instagram. But like, I am trying to like shed myself of my stories and just be open cuz obviously I don't know what the f I'm doing marketing. So, you and I talked earlier this week, like one of the first things you and I are going to try is really focusing on Facebook ads. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's cert- there's certain channels like a Facebook that have become so large in their reach that yes, when you're talking like social engagement might be higher on Instagram than on Facebook for certain things but what people don't always realize is Facebook is more than just the app Facebook right like they have audience networks that are beyond the app if you don't already know Facebook owns Instagram so there's a lot of tie in to data and collecting there you know you want to have a good following in all spaces you know whenever we we interact with influencers we've done some influencer marketing for some of our clients and you know I'll I'll, I'll get hit up from a "Quote unquote influencer. And they're, you know, my Instagram has x 1000s of followers, but all their other channels are dead. And it's like that to me, I want an influencer who has a broad brush reach, because they have worked really hard in each space to grow the right audience. And an audience to me, the most important thing is, is that they convert. I'm really less concerned about maybe how glamorous that space is that they're in. So, some people have negative feelings about Facebook and stuff. I would much rather have an audience convert then be in a space because I feel like it's cool, right? Like if I can help a client grow their business, and I happen to use LinkedIn, which doesn't always feel glamorous to most people, but they're selling, they're growing, and they're thriving. To me, that's the win. Now, if you want to be on Instagram because you want to have that persona and you want to have that great page, great. Do that as part of your organic content creation, but when it comes to marketing and advertising, you should market and advertise to where your audience is located and where they're going to most likely convert.
0: And be open to where they're located, right? Like we Absolutely. we're saying, yeah. You just you, you don't always know, <laughs> you know, and
1: you want to make sure that where you are.
0: Like some people, you know, don't like podcasts and they prefer blog or they prefer YouTube. It's like be in all the places and be open to just to testing it so okay here's my question going along with all the things we're talking about and let's say the person listening right now is in a similar boat to me where they want to grow their audience Mm -hmm. even if they're not an influencer they just have a small business and they just want to grow the audience to get more customers who are converting okay we i think all of us can probably relate to wanting to grow the audience for those reasons right yeah so with that in mind Again, keeping it simple, can you give us like maybe like 1 to 3 like do a b and c to begin? Just like as a good starting point because I think sometimes we just don't start because we don't know what to do cuz it's so overwhelming. How to start to grow your audience? Just the marketing, like maybe like just give us like, you know, maybe face like you and I were talking the other day, like we're going to focus on Facebook ads. Like just can you give us like maybe like three good pointers or something of just like where to start and stick to at least for like, and try it out for like how much time, you know, like, yeah, Give us some I, of mean, that insight. I,
1: I think that is an amazing point real quick, though, is like trying something out for a little bit period of time is really important. You know, you don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to try something. But doing it for three months is going to give you a lot more information than I tried ads for a day and no one bought anything. I hear that a lot from people mm-hmm. like, I did I did $100 today and no one bought anything. Okay, Maybe that wasn't the right budget or the right strategy, but if you would have tried $200 over a month, you would have seen some consistency. You get to begin seeing when things try. Um, so yeah, so I think the, if you're going to just like jump in and do something, I, I think the, the easiest thing to attempt to try and to learn and to, to, grow in marketing is Facebook slash Instagram ads. Um, They are going to give you the largest reach. Um, They need the least amount of technical data right? Um, in order to begin that space. Um, You can try really low budgets and see some really great results.
0: If you have a business or you know someone who does, you probably know that small business owners wear a lot of hats. And some of those hats are totally great. But some, like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, not so great. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and simple management tools all in one place. And running your payroll with Gusto takes only 11 minutes on average. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work, but Gusto is. So let them wear one of your many hats. You have better things to do. Gusto is offering you, my listener, three months free when you run your first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash what the F that's augusto g u s t o dot com slash what the f w h a t t h e e f f and get your trial for three months free have you ever felt like you've wanted to start over completely with your wardrobe? I've been feeling like that a lot lately. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just as I am in my 30s now and I want to start fresh, but I have this desire to completely start over my wardrobe to better reflect just like who I am now and where I'm at in my life. Now, I don't think I'm brave enough to actually do this, but I still have this itch and I'm definitely finding myself purging and buying new things, especially now that I'm transitioning in my career and working as an interior designer. I really need clothes that reflect that. And working more... With clients one on one in person, I find myself needing professional but functional work attire. And recently, I discovered a great new clothing brand called MM Lafleur. What I love about MM Lafleur is that they take the work out of dressing for work by creating both beautiful and functional clothing. Gone are the days of sacrificing comfort for professional looking attire. I love that with MM Lafleur, I can feel both professional and comfortable on the job. As an interior designer, I'm constantly measuring. Spaces and need to be able to move around but still look put together. MM Lafleur Le pieces let me do just that. They make work clothing more modern and stylish. You won't have to dry clean everything as many of their styles are machine washable. Their styles include thoughtful design details such as adjustable hems and deep pockets. My favorite piece I have from MM Lafleur are my square toe Ella sandals. They're so cute. They're like the perfect black strappy heel with a great heel height that makes it comfortable to wear both to work and a night out. They're that classic black pair of heels I reach for in my closet time and time again. And the square toe is so on trend and modern. I just love them and the quality and craftsmanship are amazing. You will love these. They make any outfit really chic. Check out M.M. LaFleur for yourself by visiting M.M. whatthef slash what the F and use promo code what the F for 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's M.M. M as in Morgan, M.M. LaFleur, L-A-F-L-E. E-U-R.com slash what the F and use code What the F W H A T T H E E F F for 15% off your first purchase. If you're looking for a really great pair of classic black strappy sandals, then I definitely recommend the Ellis sandals I was just talking about. Get them, match with me. They're a great piece. You will love them. Again, go to com slash what the F and you can get 15% off your first purchase with promo code What the F. Do you remember when you started your small business? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds, and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days, no catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash what the F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. Again, go to freshbooks.com slash what the F that's W H A T T H E E F F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. What is a good price point? Cause I was going to ask you that actually the other day and I forgot yeah. to ask you when we were on the phone, like what, like, is there like a, you know, like, a number you have to hit to kind of even be in the game or is it kind of like anything can work like what what's the most paying for our buck we can get
1: yeah it's a really complicated question but i do think there's some like high view some some points that we can talk about to me whenever i have a client who's you know wanting to run facebook ads if if they're under about 250 for a month i usually would recommend we come up with new ideas on where to spend that money cuz it you, you
0: under $250.
1: Down, yeah, so you you know you take $250 you divide it by 30 days roughly and so you know you're getting down to spending pennies a day and so mm-hmm. there's just a point where you're just not going to reach enough people if if that's kind of all you have. That's not bad, you just need to come up with new approaches. So um, you don't
0: feel like it would even be worth the 250 cuz you just won't see a return on it. Is that correct I, or am I misunderstanding?
1: No, no, I'm just saying like with $250 I would say and again that's like a every client is a little bit different, but for most clients right. whose average ticket price is under a hundred dollars, if you're going to spend $250, you should be able to see some growth out of it. Um, it d- also depends on what your so ads is. You,
0: you can see the growth for 250 Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, okay, no, for okay. sure. Sorry, I just want to be clear and make sure I'm understanding this gotcha. too. yeah, yeah.
1: No, I, no, for sure. $250 is still a real budget and you can definitely... I'm saying if you only had like $100 though... I would say okay. come up with a new idea, right? Maybe do okay. a giveaway with that hundred dollars instead, because okay. um, you're not going to see the growth that maybe you were hoping to. Um, so
0: let okay. So let's go back to this Facebook thing with the two hundred and fifty, though. So let's say you have two hundred and fifty dollars, and you can spread that out, out over thirty days. Is that like a correct? Yeah, I plan? would say
1: a good month is what you want to go for. Yeah.
0: Okay. And you think you could see some return for that? I do. Yeah. So would you just put that all into one ad for the 250? Or would you make variations? Because I read that in that book, the 1 million Mm -hmm. followers I mentioned earlier, he was saying like, you could have like, let's say, for example, you had 10 pieces of content. Like, let's say you had one quote, okay? And you had 10 different pictures or videos you put with that quote. So you have literally 10 pieces of content. He said, then you could end up creating like a thousand ads from just those 10 because you're going to just change the demographic. So, for example, you might say, you know, promote this to 16 to 25 year olds. That's one mm-hmm. version. Promote this one to 25 to 45 year olds. That's two. Yeah. And very easily you can make a bunch of different ads without sure. creating a bunch of content, right? So, yeah. I guess my question for you then, with that in mind, is do you, Spend the two hundred and fifty on one version of an ad, or spread that out. Like, what's that look like?
1: Yeah, part of that comes down to the strategy and what you're offering. Um, I would say you want to try some variations. But again, when you use like the Facebook builder for entry level, getting started, they have some settings called dynamic content, and what it allows you to do is take your one. You're, you're basically creating one ad set. Maybe you upload four images. Um, the best thing, that w- the best way to pick images right off the gate is: what's your highest performing images already on social? What have people engaged with? What did people like the most? That is a great starting point of what images will work with an ad. Um, if you have video, videos perform 70% better. So, anyways, you upload the video, the creative content, pictures. Uh, Uh, videos, that sort of thing. Uh, With dynamic setting within Facebook, it allows you to put in three or four headlines, three or four body copies, and three or four link options. And what it does is it mixes them all up and produces ads that are a variety of that dynamically right, for people. And so you get the effect of having maybe 15 different ad sets, but it does it based on what is most engaging. So as people begin engaging with your ad it'll start showing up more and more the right content in which it's working. And oh, so I love that. Yeah. So I think that's the great approach. Um, I agree with the premise that like, if you can do a B testing and lots of stuff, but again, if you think about it, if I have $250 and we're just using that number, I mean, I have some clients that spend, you know, uh, 2000 a day, we, we just wrapped up a, a campaign for a client that was doing that. So like their budget really allowed for multiple campaigns Whereas if your budget is tighter, stick with one campaign so it has a bigger weight behind it. Um, you know, if you take, if you have a, you know, 15 different ad sets, you know, divide them by that $250, every one's only going to get a couple dollars. So it's not going to get the weight that it should have. And so what I would say is each month try a different ad set or a few different ad sets for your lower budget and learn from them. Okay. This month, this one performed really well. Okay. I'm going to try another one next month. And by month three, you're going to have a lot of information and then you can begin executing really well. At the end of the day, you need to know what your goal of your ad is. Um, it's not always to make money. Um, I think our end goal is to always grow and make you know financial sales, that sort of thing. But It's not always about that. Sometimes it's about growing your email database. And so you need to remember, my goal here with this $250 is to get 2,000 email addresses. Great. So write a campaign that's going to do that and then celebrate it when it does. A lot of times people are like, well, I didn't make any money on these ads. Well, that wasn't the goal. Maybe the goal was to drive traffic... Uh, you know, awareness to something. Maybe you know it was to get email downloads or, 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 or Yeah, like or, exactly. Yeah. Like you, you just got to know your goal because it's just so easy to be like, the campaign didn't make me any money. There's a lot of ads that are spent. That in the end of the day, the goal is to grow your company because if people are downloading emails, that sort of things. But like, you just have to know what you're attempting to do so that way you can get to where you're trying to go.
0: So. Okay, so you said the first place to start a good starting place is the Facebook Instagram ad. So if I'm uploading an ad onto Facebook, can I simultaneously also upload it to Instagram?
1: You can. Yep. And and actually, if all, all Instagram ads are even controlled through Facebook. So the Facebook business manager, you can do... One one of the settings is auto-placement, which means Facebook and its algorithms will determine where best to place the ads. That's one option. The other option is to you choose where your ads should go. And so it, it's a great way to say, you know... This ad I really only want to be an Instagram, or let it auto place and kind of see what's working for your ads and, and look at the information at the end. Um, the, the wizards there, like the wizards meaning like the interface to build the ads, are really smart. And it's, you know, yes, you can pay an agency money and they'll fine-tune them and, and probably perform better for you. Um, but again, going back to how we started this, is it's better to just start than to never get into that space and say, that ah, just doesn't work for me, you know? And so giving it an attempt, doing it, starting small, starting intentional. And, you know, there's a lot of resources out there of just some great tips and everything of how to get started.
0: And then outside of like Facebook and Instagram, what would be some other like good places for someone to begin marketing? Like, do you like Pinterest or... I know LinkedIn's really hot right now. Yeah.
1: This kind of goes into, honestly, more so what is like, where are your people? And this goes back to the strategy because there isn't a single answer of like, where's the best place to go is you really have to we know. Don't
0: know where our people are. Like for me, I can assume where I think my people are. But the truth is, is I've never done the work to actually know. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, sure, sure. What do you say to that?
1: Yeah, I would say then what you need to do is... and before you begin marketing is to know who your customer is. And then from there, the answer becomes a lot easier as to where your people are at. Um, And it doesn't take a lot to figure that out. You can look at the analytics of your Facebook page and your Instagram account. Um, Or your Pinterest, and like all these different things you learn about their ages, their gender. But I think most companies have a a starting gut as to who their customer is. You know, maybe it's entry level entrepreneurs, male, female, um, you know, different age brackets, different workforces, maybe different income levels. Uh, That sort of space then does allow you to generalize which spaces you should be marketing in. Um, But the big ones right now, you know, I wouldn't spend money on Twitter. Um, it is you know not a space that has seemed to be performing very well it 's very cheap to advertise in Twitter, but um, unless you were one of the early adopters and have tons of followers, you just really aren't going to see a, a great result out of Twitter you know Pinterest advertising. You know, is a little tricky, but I do think having, if your space is in the creative interior design kind of that world, I think it's a really important space to be involved in. Um, Google ads and that sort of stuff. You know, the way to determine if Google is the right answer for you is really the the determination of can people find you through social interactions, or do you offer a product that people end up searching for? So maybe it's a little bit more niche. Maybe it's a little bit more. Private um, you know so we've worked with some you know underwear uh, companies before, and you can have ads because they're fun and engaging for retargeting, but really they were, they had a product that people were looking for, and they see the greatest result of just paying for an ad when someone searches a set of keywords and so you know, knowing if you are in that space, um you know in the podcast world, especially in like the entrepreneur space, you know LinkedIn can be really successful. Um LinkedIn is definitely a space to not forget. Um, it, again, it's just not as glamorous, so people struggle with it a little bit, but it is a really good space to be involved in in reaching businesses and reaching clients who you know have ideas and are in the you know financial space. so.
0: So I wasn't going to ask you this, but just came to my mind. So I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but I'm curious if you have, cause everyone loves a good success story. So do you have like a fun, successful story of maybe a client you worked with or someone, you know, who just like had a, I like a really great marketing campaign that went really well and they, you know, I don't know, maybe like it outperformed even than they, more than they thought or something.
1: Sure. Um, so, uh, Kind of a random one, and, and they're on hold right now uh, because of the the coronavirus and all of this in LA. But uh, we've been doing some work with Britney Spears and her uh, marketing team because there's a new experience in LA called uh, the Zone, and it's the Britney Spears experience. And uh, they it's it's one of these like pop up museum things, and and there's a pretty standard uh, calculation for. These pop up shops, and uh, but they weren't the ads that they were running. They were struggling. They weren't seeing a lot of performance. They were seeing about a, a two to you know three uh, percent return on their uh, not percent sorry ROAS uh, which is just return on your dollar spend, and uh, they just weren't super happy with it. And we got in there, we got to play around with them, and a lot of theirs was finding the right ar- audience. And so we we tweaked their audience a little bit, and we actually got their Ads to convert to five to one, so they were spending one dollar and they were making five. Um, that was a really fun one for them, and they, they just kept rolling with it. And the, the team there was was super happy. Um, we worked with some um, small businesses that, you know, one of the things that where most small businesses see some pretty good successes with a giveaway um, and then using ads to promote the giveaway and so giving away a free something that's related to your company and uh, we have seen some pretty gangbuster responses on some of that where small businesses small little restaurants here in, in Phoenix who you know give away an appetizer if they give it you know if you give them their email address that sort of thing um, we, we've seen people grow their email database in a single month uh, upwards to ten thousand and it's really exciting for people and those small businesses because now they have something to market against and so they only had to give away something for a couple months and and that's you know something to keep in mind is if if you're a business who you know maybe your budget is limited and you're like man I, i really don't have a lot of money to spend on ads but i do have a product Give some of that product away. Uh, people love free things, and you can use a small amount of ads, or maybe even no ads, to just give something away in return for information. And then you build a program going forward to, you know, email them, market to them, text them, whatever it might be, and it's a great response rate. So uh, those are all really fun campaigns, and just seeing people, you know, succeed with that is is great.
0: And I know too, even if you don't have maybe a physical product or a restaurant with like food to give away, you have knowledge, create a fun freebie, right. like make a right. download yeah. PPF. Like I did that with my eight to great worksheet of just this morning routine to help people start their day off positive. And it's eight writing prompts and I gave it to them and it helps them prime their mind in the morning, which I talk all about in the podcast. And People love it, you know, and it's like, I don't have a physical product to hand you, but I have this knowledge to share and it helps grow my email list. So, That's those right. are other
1: yeah. It definitely doesn't have to be, again, this idea that, like, man, I I don't have, you know, a product to give away. Like, your ideas and create a, a great PDF, use a program like Canva to maybe design something so it feels like it's really professional. Uh, you know, there's a lot of really great, affordable ways to. Kind of enter in, and you're right. Knowledge is great, and people love little downloads. People love, you know, little training sessions or or give away, especially now, right? We all have a lot of time on our hands. Give away a 20 minute Facetime chat, you know, and just offer someone that moment to connect. I think most good business owners and entrepreneurs say the same statement: is if I can just talk to somebody, they're sold. I hear that so often, and so. You know, you've oh, got to find I'm that person. Yeah, like, <laughs> and so use yourself. Like, that's you know that it, you can you can utilize your time, right? Like, there's a point where you'll grow your company to a point where like I can't just keep giving away my time. But when you're trying to grow something, you know, give that away. Allow yourself to just communicate with people. I mean, a huge part of our business still is just consultation, and you know, we don't charge. as a point where obviously, if we're meeting with you every day in consulting, uh, we're going to have to adjust that. But we spend a lot lot of time, just giving people ideas and meeting with them and guiding them. And sometimes that means they'll end up doing work with us. But sometimes it, they just didn't know about a program that they could sign up for out there on the internet that would solve their problem. We do a lot of that. And so um, give that information away, connect with people, and you'll find the, the right
0: way. So to to wrap all this up, for the listener out there who's Listening to all this, and maybe they're feeling fired up by the positive possibilities that this time is presenting with us being at home and working virtually. What would be the biggest piece of advice you would give to them to move the needle forward right now in their business?
1: I would say the biggest thing you could do right now is to start and start creating content, um, start reaching new people. Um, you know, let that idea that you have that you've been sitting on, make it come to life. Now really is that time that your whole future could change by the idea you've been sitting on. Uh, Most of us are at home with a lot more free time than any of us are ever used to. Um, We're being forced to reduce the amount of, you know, uh, the bad hustle that's in our life. And we're, we're having to contemplate. But this is the time where those ideas are brewing. And, you know, take a risk, trust yourself, uh, do it calculated, you know, make the right decision, partner with the right people, but just start. Um, and I and know that sounds probably much bigger than it needs to be. Um, but you honestly just need to start. Um, there's so many I, I've gotten this, I spend more time right now texting and emailing with people who I've got this idea of how to you know, teach this thing. Great. Let's figure out how to get you on the internet to do it. Um now's the time. People are willing to try more things right now. I would say work on figuring out how to give away some of your idea to bring in um information, email addresses, people, customers. Um, but just try. Um build that website that you've always wanted to build. Start posting daily if you want to be that influencer. Read some books, you know, and just now's that time to you know, instead of looking at this as, you know, a negative part, you know, let's let's try to turn this into something really good that we can all um, you know, live out that dream and have jobs that we are so passionate about that it never feels like we're working again.
0: I love that. Are there any books out of curiosity that you would recommend for us to read when it comes to like business and marketing?
1: Business and marketing, my favorite books are anything by Seth Godin. Um, I think he is one of the most authentic marketers that exist in our time right now. I think his stuff is very practical. It isn't uh, glamorous always. It isn't, you know, this very like, you'll get rich and retire at 30. I think that's what the negative a lot of the marketing that we're hearing right now is like, find that side hustle, do this side thing. And like, those are all really great things. for, for certain types of people. And if you know how to contextualize what they're saying, uh, people like Seth Godin, my favorite book that he has is the book Tribes. And honestly, like if everyone followed his book Tribes, I wouldn't have a job. Um, but <laughs> it's, really, it's really about activating the people who love what you do already and turn them into your marketing engine. And honestly, the more companies that do that, and we all know those companies, right? Companies like Lululemon, Nike, these these places who, yeah, they do some big ads, but they have a, a cult following. Like People that buy those products, they love those products, right? And they're the people that will never buy anything else because they just love their products so much. It's because they've built a tribe. And his book, Tribes, I mean, you can honestly read it in an afternoon. It's it's not a big book. His thoughts are not heady. They are just so profound. Follow him on Instagram. I mean, I would love to meet the guy someday. So if you're listening, that'd be great. Um, but he uh, his, his stuff is just really great for entrepreneurs. And I think his stuff is more inspirational because it's actually tangible growth marketing and, and it, it's not just gonna wow you with big numbers. Like he just he wows you with thought that when you think about it, you're like, yep, that's right. That's why I buy what I buy. That's why I do what I do. And so um, his stuff is really great. So I would, I would, that would be if you're gonna start reading some books or listening to books, and he's a great guy um, to listen to. His voice is pretty awesome. So,
0: so tribe.
1: Tribes. Yeah. Yeah. Tribes uh, with an S. Yeah. By Seth Godin. I
0: will link to that in the show notes for anyone listening on taylormorgan.us. If you go to today's episode number 77, we'll link to his Instagram um, and that book. And Jason, let us know where we can find you and Waypoint Creatives for anyone who maybe wants help with their marketing or wants to do a strategy session with you or needs a website or even like you do facelifts for current websites fill us in on how they can get in touch with you and work with you and all the things.
1: Yeah, we're on all the socials, you know, under Waypoint Creative LLC. um, Because, you know, handles are hard to find sometimes. But uh, waypointcreative.com. My email is jason at waypointcreative.com. And uh, just, yeah, just reach out. Um, We spend a lot of times, honestly, just, Pointing people in the right direction. And, and our hope is that you'll always just come back to us if you have ideas and eventually it usually turns into clients. And so we just want to help people find their passion and grow their business. And so don't hesitate to reach out. You know, we're, we're not going to bill you just to chat. So um, let's talk. And I think that's the best part that we could do.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Jason, for coming on today. Thanks for making my life easier with my businesses. Yeah, (laughs) no worries. I really appreciate you sharing your knowledge, especially during this time. So, thank you so much. I just love Jason's insight and helpful tips for getting started with marketing. As I mentioned in the intro, in the past, marketing has just always been a topic that I've kind of checked out when I've had to think about it because it's just so overwhelming with so many options. But I love Jason's simple approach to it and how he really thinks about the entire story you're sharing when you're marketing. He helps make marketing feel much more natural and more about storytelling than anything else, which I love. If you need help with marketing and want to work with Jason and his team at Waypoint Create Creative, then go to today's show notes on TaylorMorgan.us and click into today's episode number 78. And in the show notes, I'll have links to his website and Instagram and how you can get in touch with them. I love Jason and his team and they're great to work with. I can speak firsthand and they just will really help get you started and get your brand out into the world. Now, I just want to say before I let you go that I know that things are weird and hard right now in our world, but I think more than ever, this world needs your light. So please share it with us. Hopefully something you heard here today will help you get your message out into the world or spark a great new idea for you. Your story and brand matters. So please share it. As always, thank you for tuning in today. New episodes air every Wednesday. So I will see you next week. Until then, my friend, dwell in possibility.
1: Thanks for listening to What The F Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please take a second to leave a review in iTunes and let us know how you like the show. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe. For show notes for today's episode, visit our website at whatthefpodcast.com. If you'd like to suggest a topic for an upcoming show, reach out to us on Instagram at whatthefpodcast. Thanks for listening, and until next time, dwell in possibility, friends, and remember, anything is possible.